We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back to more John Chuckery. This party's gonna rock. Make some noise! Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. It's time to talk all things Dirty Birds. It's Falcons Flyover with John Chuckery on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back in the Kia Studios on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It is a John Chuckery show. Hanging out with you on this Friday evening. Taking you till 11 o'clock. 404-741-0929. That is the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app's how you catch us on the go. Social media is at 929 The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm at JMCH316 on Twitter. He is at underscore Dylan Matthews. This is your nightly look at all things Atlanta Falcons. It is the Falcons flyover. So Pro Football Focus has a list of one secret superstar for every team. Who do you think is the who I'll ask you, Dylon. Who is the secret superstar? For the Falcons. You put it on the rundown, so I already oh, know. <laughs> I did? You did. Damn, okay. All right, well. <laughs> Caleb McGarry. Yeah, so it's Caleb McGarry. So here's what they say. The Falcons had one of the league's best offensive lines in 2022, and a big reason why was due to McGarry's emergence. He allowed just three quarterback hits all season and graded out as one of the league's best run blockers with McGarry and Lindstrom on the right side of that offensive line, it's also no wonder why the Falcons had so much success running the football. And you know, it's... You know, I want to believe in Caleb McGarry that he is, you know, that he's turned that corner and can be a long-term answer. It's just, okay, he had one really good year and he had three below-mediocre years. And that's where, I, that's where I have the angst about, okay, he was one of the worst pass-blocking offensive linemen for the last couple of years. You know, again, his profile was, if, you can, if he gets you locked up, he can move you where he wants. Well, look, in the run game, he's going to engage you and get you locked up, and he'll put you where he wants. Pass protection is a whole different thing. And, and to be a top offensive lineman, you have to be both. Look, Lindstrom is both you know, excellent in the pass and in the run. He's a great pass blocker, and he's a great run blocker. If you want to be a top-tier offensive lineman, you have to be good in both. 
And I still have my questions about, I want to believe in McGarry. Because when you invest first-round picks in guys, you got to get those right or you're searching for answers. And look, if McGarry didn't play well this year, you know, now you've pretty much wasted a first-round pick. You got to put money into finding a solution, and you got to spend money to find a solution. Like, there are so many negative things about when you miss on a first-round pick that's at an important position. You know, when you when you miss out on that, you know, it sets your franchise back, and you have to put assets that you didn't plan to allocate in it and the player. So I want to believe in McGarry. I want to believe that he's the answer. You know, I'll, I'll, I guess he does it again next year. I'll believe in him. All right, Mel Kuyper has his first mock draft out. And with the first pick for the Atlanta Falcons, uh, he picks Miles Murphy. So the write-up is, Kuyper says, the Falcons had just 21 sacks this season, which ranked 31st in the league, and they were led by Grady Jarrett, six. Veteran edge pass rusher Lorenzo Carter added four. Rookie second-round pick Arnold Ebicady had two and a half. No other player had more than two. They have to get a better. They have to get better along the front seven. That could start here with Murphy, a complete defender who had 17 and a half sacks in three seasons at Clemson. He could even kick inside to tackle on passing downs. Atlanta is another team with questions at quarterback. As rookie third-round Desmond Ritter fit, uh, flashed at, at times uh, at the end of the season. But he's not locked to start in week one, though I expect the organization to do deep evaluations on this draft class and bring in another player to compete with him. For now, however, Murphy is too good to pass up. So I like the player. I like the position with all of that. So, so far, so good for Kuiper, right? Kuiper gets a check mark in the uh, good box, all right? All right. Now, I brought this up to Tory McElhaney. You know, Here's how I see the quarterback position, all right? I don't think you just turn the reins over to Desmond Ritter without some competition. And I'm willing to bring in, you know, again, we're not talking about Lamar. We're not talking about Brady or Rodgers or any of those hypotheticals, okay? But you could bring in, you know, potentially – a Taylor Heineke, bring him back home. Jacoby Brissett. Guys who can start some in the league and you don't completely fall off a cliff. And, and that's the reality of it. Bring in a guy who can push Ritter and then, you know, uh, a guy who can push Ritter, make him better, have some competition. But if you have to start that guy... He won't completely fall off a cliff. And that's what I think that you need, you know, to give Ritter some kind of a running mate, if you will, or somebody to push him in here. Now, I'm also not opposed to picking a quarterback, let's say, on a day three. And there are are two names that come to mind when you talk about, excuse me, when you talk about guys who are potentially day number three picks, that's Hendon Hooker and Jay Kaner. And those are two guys that I identify specifically that 
I wouldn't have trouble if the Falcons, I wouldn't have an issue if the Falcons roll the dice on a guy like that in day three. We obviously know about Hendon Hooker. He's got the size. He's got the arm strength. He's got mobility. Yes, he was injured at the end of the year, but again, I don't know that there's anything chronic or lingering about his injury. These guys come back from him. I mean, it, these guys come back from him like they're broken toenails, you know, like the way that these guys are nowadays. But certainly, you know, you felt bad for the kid because he did get hurt at the end of the year. But I wouldn't have a problem taking a hand in hooker. Now, Jake Hayner is another guy. I, I like Jake Hayner from Fresno State. He's not the biggest kid, like 6'1", 200. He's not the, the prototypical size and things like that. But he's got a lot of moxie about him. And, and he's, not a, he's not afraid to play big. He's not afraid to make the difficult throws. He's not afraid to test his arm out. And he's got plenty of arm strength for his size. So if you're looking for guys that are on day three, Guys that are day three players. I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be disappointed if the Falcons they take Desmond Ritter, they give somebody that's a veteran, because normally when you have a young starting quarterback, you want that veteran. Remember when Matt Ryan was here, it was Matt Schaub earlier in his career and Chris Redman. And then, you know, you started eventually to transition to Kurt Benkert, right? When you're the Wiley veteran, then you bring the young guy in, even if he's not going to play and even if you don't count on him playing, <clears throat> but you bring the young guy in. In this scenario, you have the young guy and then you bring in the Wiley veteran. So I wouldn't mind a guy who can push, who can push Desmond Ritter to be better, push him for the starting job, and you hope, obviously, that he wins the starting job because you want to see <clears throat> if Desmond Ritter can play in this league or not. And I say that just you want to see him over the course of maybe more of a full season, not just a four-game sample size, and then draft a quarterback on day three because I'm still I'm still drafting in the top of the draft along my defensive or offensive line. I'm still drafting two line of scrimmage players before I go anywhere else. Now, look, they may draft another tight end and – you know, they they may draft a you know a. Wide you mean re- we might get another unicorn? Yeah, we might we might get a slot wide receiver. You know, I, I I still don't understand the drafting strategy of this franchise. You know, you draft those guys when you have your franchise quarterback. You, you, when, when if you have Josh Allen, then you go get him Stephon Diggs, right? Like you go draft those guys when once once you get once you get your quarterback in place. Then you can get him all these weapons. We did it backwards. Oh, and by the way, we're still the worst pass rush team in the entirety of the NFL. So other than that, we got that going for us. Um, but anyway, so so that would that would be my plan. Have Ritter bring in a veteran who could challenge and potentially start, and then draft a guy as, as a day three pick, and you know again. Hooker, Hainer, guys like that. Um, you know, I'm I'm not in the – and look, I'll say, the only guy that I would draft early is C.J. Stroud. That's the only guy that I would draft early. If he fell to eight, 
I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset if they drafted CJ Stroud. Other than that, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't touch Anthony Richardson. I wouldn't touch Will Levis. I wouldn't touch any of these guys with any picks high up. I'll take Stroud. He's a guy with mobility. He's a guy who can fling it all over the yard. He's accurate. He's been throwing to NFL wide receivers. And, you know, again, Jackson Smith and Jigba and Marvin Harrison, that's that's a team starting wide receiver duo in the NFL. It's been thrown to those kinds of guys. So I'll, I'll take I'll take other than Stroud, I, I won't take any of those other guys. Even Bryce Young. I don't think Bryce Young would ever fall to eight. I mean, if he falls to eight, it's because he's got some kind of chronic injury or debilitating injury that he's only going to be available to play for a year or two with. So, anyway. But um, that's my plan at quarterback. That That's what I would do. And, and you know, have somebody to, to push Desmond Ritter with the idea that you hope that he wins the job. But if he falls on his face... You know, if, if for whatever reason he falls on his face, you have some sort of backup plan. Because you didn't, because your backup plan this year was plan C or D. You know, the plan was Deshaun Watson. Then the plan was Matt Ryan. Well, we're going to play with one more year of Matt Ryan. And then it became Marcus Mariota. Well, you know, we always liked him and all that. Yeah, hogwash. Hogwash. You picked him because he had some familiarity with your offense. And you didn't have a lot of options out there on the marketplace. So we'll see what happens. We'll uh, we'll monitor the other uh, situation. But, um, you know, it's going to be a fun uh, offseason. All right. When we get back, um, Brian Baldinger joined Andy and Randy earlier today. Good discussion with those guys about, you know, the AFC-NFC championship games. And we'll hear from him coming up next. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio 929 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We've heard so much about you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 
I was uh, I was waiting for the sports flash to come on. So I thought maybe we had somebody in here doing sports flashes. So no more of those at night, huh? We uh, we've missed out uh, on uh, all of those. So yeah, that's what we call a good old misfire. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the things though that COVID. You know, we we used to have nighttime sports flash people in here. Yeah, I was here right as they were ending. Like, I remember, didn't uh, Jared, who used to work here, he used to do a lot of the nighttime sports he flashes? Would do sport, he would do sports flashes. Joe. Um, oh, okay, I Joe mean, would there, too. Yeah, uh, there was a, there's been a lot of different people that, I mean, we've even had, we've had Tony Schiavone in here. We've had, That's right. We've I had, remember when Tony used to be in here. We've had yeah. AJ Cannon in here. I mean, we've had several people that have done nighttime sports flashes for uh, the station. Is Cannon still downstairs? Who? Cannon? Is that the same Cannon on Star 94? Or is that a different person? That's not, that's not the same. That's not the same cannon. Because there is a cannon. AJ Cannon. I didn't know what it. Who I, Thirty I, years ago was doing afternoon drive with Bo Bach on the original six A. Nope. Nope. I didn't know. Thought I could have been the same person. You're not even that person. old, are you? No. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm about to be 27 in March. <sighs> not even 27 yet, Chuck. So I. So. I've been in Atlanta longer than you've been alive. Yes. Yes, you have. Okay, that explains a lot. So <laughs> that explains a lot of things. Uh, anyway, 404-741-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part uh, of the show. Odyssey apps, how you catch us on the go. We will, um, we will talk about the uh, AFC and N- NFC championship games Coming up at the uh, the top of the hour, 20 minutes uh, from right now, we will get into a What's Bugging Chuckery. And, uh, of course, we will do a Rank'em tonight. Had a couple people already ask me if we're going to do Rank'em on this Friday. Yes, we will do a Rank'em. So uh, if you missed your interview with Tori McElhaney, we will uh, replay that coming up for you at 940. So busy, busy show here as we get you home on a Friday evening. Earlier today, though, Brian Baldinger, Joined Andy and Randy, and look if you if you don't check out Baldy's breakdowns, you know on his Twitter page, uh, you're missing a lot of good stuff. Like he really breaks down the film and has a lot of good information, you know, out there. And I think he's one of the best analysts. I mean, I always every time I talk to Baldy, I learn something, uh, and I'm I'm better informed by uh, all of it. So Brian Baldinger joined Andy and Randy earlier today, and Andy started off by asking him about what the game plan for the San Francisco 49ers was going to be. Well, they've got to, you know, they got to keep the, you know, the dogs off them. I mean, this, this Philly pass rush all year long, um, you know, it's been just lethal. I mean, it was last week against the Giants and not just sacks. So they have 75 of them. It's like, there's so many more than anybody else. But <laughs> Insane, it's just man. the way that they pressure too. I mean, they could get there with four, you know, they blitz last week once, you know, with the safety. And next thing you know, Daniel Jones throwing interception hmm. the game. Uh, they, you know, and, and they, they cover on the back end really good. I think Bradbury and Jerry, you know, and Slay are really, really good. Um, so there's really no weakness. And so they, I don't think they've seen a, a defense. They saw a fast defense in De- against Dallas last week, and they handled that okay. Although, you know, it wasn't like the best offensive performance. They scored one touchdown. Right. But they're going to see just a much better defensive front this week. And so how do they protect the quarterback? That's Kyle Shanahan's, uh, you know, that that's his – responsibility this week to protect the young quarterback as much as he can, whether it's play action, match protection, screen game, you know, run the, run the ball, but they got to protect your quarterback in this one because they got about four or five guys 
they can get there about as, as good as anybody in this league. How confident are you in the 49ers if they can't get that run game going? Because I know Christian McCaffrey, yeah, he, he has a little thing. They're not. He said he's playing, but yeah, he's a little banged up. How confident are you in Kyle's ability to call plays for them to try and get a win if they can't run the ball consistently? Well, you know, they didn't run it well at all in the first half last week. Right. Dallas pretty much shut it down. And then they, they, they ran it much better in the third and fourth quarter, Randy. They made some adjustments in how they did it. Uh, they went really um, almost exclusively to a two-back offense. And Elijah Mitchell's the next guy up. He's really good. He's really fast. Uh, he was a six-round pick last year. And I'm not saying he's Christian McCaffrey, but, I um, mean, I think if Christian is slowed by that calf injury, you never know how those things go. If he does get slowed by it, they're going to go straight to Mitchell, who's more capable of carrying the mail. He might not be as dynamic as McCaffrey in the passing game and some of the things he can do. But he's, you know, he for what they want out of the run game, him and Debo can certainly provide it. What does San Francisco try to take away from Philadelphia's offense? I mean, their their offense is so versatile, and Jalen Hurts is playing such great quarterback, and he can run as well. What what is San Francisco's game plan to try to take something away from that offense? Well, that's a, that's a great question because uh, teams have struggled to do that. I think the thing they do best, and as good if not better than anybody, is the deep ball. And so I would be willing to give up, you know, Jalen Hurts rushing yards, maybe something in the run game, not to get beat over the top. Because it looks like when the 49ers do get beat or they do give up big plays, it's over the top. And, I, you know, starting week one against Chicago, Justin Fields hit Dante Pettis for a big touchdown. We saw DK Metcalf in the first round of wild card weekend, you know, get him for a 50-yarder. They, they give up big plays in the passing game if you could block them up. I, I would say – that's what they don't want to do. They're willing to maybe surrender some in the run game or the screen game or over the middle, but they don't want to get beat over the top. And so if I had to take something away, that, that'd be what i concentrate on. Last year, Baldy, the, the, uh, the Bengals were down 21-3 at that loud place that they're going to be playing in this weekend. And their quarterback had two good legs, had the fastest receiver in football, all those different things, and still – Cincinnati was able to win that football game. Do you see a possibility of that happening again? But it could be a lot different, more like Buffalo this year than it was last year in Kansas City? Well, I think Cincinnati's a favorite, Randy. I mean, in my eyes, they're the favorite. Um, you know, it's interesting. You know, they've beaten them three times in the last year, once obviously in the AFC Championship game and then once each during the regular season. And in those three games, Cincinnati's turned the ball over one time. Hmm. I mean, if you don't turn the ball over, you're probably going to win this game. You know, if you go back to just the game in week 13 in Kansas City, I mean, Kansas City was winning the game, and then uh, the linebacker, Jermaine Pratt, you know, he ripped the ball out of Travis Kelsey's hands, and, you know, they got the ball on the ground, Trey Henderson recovered, they went out and scored the, you know, the game-winning touchdown. I, I just think this thing is going to come down to who takes care of the ball the best, yet still stays aggressive. And so, you know, in that game where Cincinnati was down 21-3, they, they got the ball in the third quarter, and they, they threw a screen pass to Samaji Ryan. He went to the house, and really, before everybody was in their seats uh, for the start of the third quarter, it was 21 to 10. Mm. You know, and then they made some adjustments on second down that really kind of knocked the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs off balance a little bit. And, um, you know, that was a turning point in the game. Brian Baldinger joining us here on the Midday Show with Andy and Randy, our Odyssey NFL insider. Follow him on Twitter, by the way, at Baldy NFL. Baldy, I think with some quarterbacks, I don't know, great quarterbacks, you can look at them and it's kind of easy to, to tell yourself what you think they're best at. You understand why that guy is so great. What is yeah. it about Joe Burrow that stands out to you as the thing that makes him so good? Well, it's a thing that's so hard to see. Uh, I don't think anybody goes through the progressions 
of what a defense is doing pre-snap, what they're trying to do and who they're trying to take away, and how he can go from one to two to three faster than anybody in the league. I think that's what he does best. A lot of guys can go through progressions quickly. They just can't get their feet set to make accurate stick throws the way he can. And he can do that. We saw it on the first touchdown to Jamar Chase last week where, you know, he had to move a little bit in the pocket and then Chase just uncovered and found him. He was like the third option on the play. I think that's what he does best. Uh, But then he is just – to say that he's supremely confident doesn't say enough (laughs) about how he feels about how he throws a football and how good he is. He knows he's good. Um, It's just – he just really – he really just doesn't miss, you know. (laughs) You just don't see – bad throws from him. The ball doesn't come out of his hands wonky. It doesn't, the, the ball doesn't, you know, uh, it's always in a tight spiral. It's always in the right place. I mean, he's just a consistent, accurate thrower, and he can put the ball right where he wants to put it. Baldy, I know they're both great quarterbacks, but which one of them do you need needs the run game the most? I think this week, I, I would say Patrick Mahomes, just because we, we all feel he's going to be a little bit limited. Randy and I, you know, I mean, we've seen Mahomes come back from injuries before, and it yeah. doesn't seem like there's anything that bothers him. But I would say, you know, that ankle injury, I don't know what he's like. Nobody's going to know until game day. I don't know if he's going to know until he gets chased, Randy, what he's going to be like. But I feel like the Chiefs, I've always said, the Chiefs offensive line, Isaiah Pacheco, Jet McKinnon, like if they wanted to run a power run game, they could be pretty good at it, uh, if not really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not what they really like to do. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Mahomes – needs it this week more than ever. Let me sneak a, a Falcons question in here for you, Baldy, because obviously uh, we're still highly focused on what they're going to do this offseason. Um, two-parter, I guess. Do you think the Ravens will seriously consider trading Lamar? Because there's a lot of smoke around that possibility. And if they do, should the Falcons be in that market? He would fit in what, uh, what they do, for sure. Um, I, I've like, I know what they said last week in all the press conferences and what John Harbaugh said. I just think they're going to – I just think Steve Bichotti is going to have a hard time. And I'm not speaking for Steve, but he is the owner. He's got to write the check. I, I just think the sticking point in this whole contract was they just aren't going to give a guaranteed contract to right. Lamar. Right. Now, they weren't going to do that before the season started. Then he missed the last five games and didn't show up at a playoff game. And, you know, like whether it's contract-related or not, I don't know. I'm, I'm not here to speculate. But – you know, I just think they're going to have a hard time writing a check for 230 or 250 guaranteed million dollars to a guy that's missed 11 games in the last two years and has not proven to be a great passer when you got to be. Uh, and so I just think you could say, okay, well, that's what Deshaun got and, you know, that's what Kyler got. Well, okay, they got it, but are they worth it? I don't think they are. So I just think the Ravens are like they might have to franchise tag them and then. You know, if that happens, is Lamar going to play for it? I, I, have, I have my doubts that he's going to play for it. So, right. if that happens, could he be traded? I, I would say never – I would say that that is a possibility. And if I was the Falcons, I'd be interested. That about a minute, Baldy. We were talking about it before we got you on. Why do you think Dan Quinn stayed on as D.C. of the Cowboys? Do you think Jared sweetened the pot with money or was it a wink-wink? If this dude messes it up, I got you. Yeah. Uh, there might be a wink-wink there, Randy. I, I don't know. Um, I, you know, I remember I was talking to a guy that's candidate for some of these coaching jobs, and I just said, like, not all these jobs are a great job. Right. You know, sometimes you got to wait for the right job. You know, and so I just don't know that there's a job out there that Dan Quinn's looking at going, that's a great job. You know, whether it's a quarterback or the structure or salary cap, um, 
not every job is a great job. And I think Dan knows that. He had one, obviously, in Atlanta and, you know, kind of fizzled on him. Um, not every job is a great job. I think Dan knows that. And, you know, why, why go and go through all that stress if you know two years from now you're going to be in the same situation because of certain factors? So stay in Dallas and see if they can get themselves over this playoff hump right now. Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Back out on the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out at the Kia Studios Friday night with you. 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond Text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey apps how you catch us. On the go, social media is at 929 The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. At JMCH316, at underscore Dylan Matthews. We'll do a ranking coming up at 1040 this evening. We'll get to a what's bugging Chuck right here in just a, a few minutes. Um, we did have confirmation, Dylan. I know you were waiting. Um, but it was made official just a few minutes ago that Brock Lesnar is in the Royal Rumble. Um, they did a you know, a bit with Bobby Lashley and The Miz and Austin Theory and the uh, New Day and all this kind of stuff. And Bobby said, or um, uh, when Bobby was down on the ground um, or on the mat, Brock Lesnar said, um, I'll see you tomorrow night, Bobby. So that confirmed that he's in the Rumble. So again, I talked about this last night, right? I have Cody, I have Brock, I have Sammy. And I'll even put either Drew McIntyre or Bobby Lashley. And I have I have probably Lashley. I'll probably I'll probably say Lashley. That's my that will be my final four. Lashley eliminates Brock. That sets up a WrestleMania match with those two. And then Cody eliminates Bobby Lashley. And Cody goes on to face Roman at uh, WrestleMania and then he goes through the the uh, the bloodline. That really has been the news I'm waiting on all night, Chuck. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, that's, that's great stuff yeah. right there. So, you know, um, if you're not doing anything, you know, if you're not running the Hawks or anything like that, you know, you can check out the Rumble uh, tomorrow night. As a, uh, is that pay-per-view or is that well, you can watch that for free? It's, it's you know, they, they call them now. They don't call them pay-per-views now. They call them premium live events. Ah. Okay. But you have to get it through Peacock. Mm. So... Uh, if you want, I can give you my sign-in because I pay for Peacock. I okay. Mean, you know, because the only reason I pay for Peacock is because I want the WWE Network. Uh, I literally don't do any kind of streaming service or anything else besides that. Like, it's Peacock just because of the WWE Network. So you would never get Netflix? No, I wouldn't get... I There's so many up, good shows on Netflix, though. I signed up for the trial... For the 30-day free trial, because there was a couple of things I wanted to see, and this was probably a year or two ago, um, but I I won't sign up for the Chick Flicks or the FUBU or, you know, whatever Not else. even Disney Plus. No, nah, no, nah, not even not even Daisies, you know, not not any of that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, Daisies. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, too expensive. But there's so many good shows on Netflix. I think you – there are some shows on Netflix that I think you would really, really enjoy. How much does it cost? I mean, I, there was I some good stuff on there. But yeah. how, much, how, much does, how much does Chick Flicks cost? I forget. I'll look it up for you, though. Okay. 
I mean, if it's like more than four ninety nine, I ain't, I ain't doing all that stuff. Oh, I can definitely tell you it's more than four ninety nine. Okay. I mean, I, you know, like I'm I'm not signing up for all these services, and you know, I've got you know my paycheck every week going just to you know streaming services or anything like that. So. It's just all this craziness. So they have a plan where you can do six ninety nine a month. That's Man, not that bad. That's too much. It's too much. That's only two dollars more. You know what two dollars buys nowadays? It don't even buy one dollar. Okay. <laughs> that's true though. So <laughs> yeah, with inflation. Yeah, I'm saying with inflation, gas, you're yeah, absolutely yeah, right. Yeah. You know, luckily gas has gone back up to you know now that the gas tax has gone away and prices are up. Yeah, now it's back to you know three and a quarter again. So. That makes me feel good. So just uh, just in time for spring. So anyway, all right. Uh, speaking of things that get off my chest, let's get to a what's bugging Chuckery. Don't look now, but somebody out there just got Chuckery ticked off. <laughs> like that's hard. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. It's time for what's bugging Chuckery on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. So did you see this video the other night about this guy who? Went on the court in the middle of the Duquesne Loyola Chicago yes uh, game. What a dummy! Okay, well, here's the thing though. So it looks like it was a prank or a hoax. Oh, okay, because <clears throat> they have a, a close up of him, and he's wearing a micro, like a little clip on microphone, on like his. You know, like where his buttons are, like his shirt collar. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, here is what is being described as this, okay? <clears throat> that it it looks like there's a microphone, and they, they put a picture of him out there, and they say that he's doing this as a prank for, ready? Yes. YouTube slash Tic Tac. Mm. Okay. Mm. Now, I just watched Bobby Lashley spear somebody in the wrestling ring. And Bobby Lashley's like 6428. Look at Bobby. Google Bobby Lashley. Okay? Google Bobby Lashley, D- Dylan, and, and take a look at what he looks like. Okay? He's built. Okay. And and he's he's he was um he was a former, I don't know, like MMA fighter or boxer or whatever like that. He was in, I think, um, I think it was in the Marine Corps too. I think, I think, I know he was. In I believe the, it. I know he was in the armed services. He looks like he's good enough to be a Navy SEAL. Okay, so he just speared a guy in the ring. Can I tell you? I'd like to have Bobby Lashley just spear this kid. And and I don't care if he is a kid. When you're doing something this. Stupid for YouTube views or Tic Tacs. Okay? You deserve everything you get. I would prosecute this kid to the full extent of the law. And then I would I would send him to a hard labor camp. Because if you're this stupid that you think that this is a justifiable action for YouTube views or Tic Tacs. So you want to go on BoobTube, Tic Tacs, whatever. 
If you think that this is acceptable behavior, what if just, for instance, one of the kids would have tripped over his leg or something and you'd have ended. There's no justification. What the hell is wrong with you people? And at some point, at some point, we have to stop rewarding bad behavior. That's one of the problems with our society is we reward bad behavior. Well, he's just doing it for boob tube views and Tic Tacs. What the hell is wrong with you people? I'd, I'd lock him up, send him to a hard labor camp like Rambo, breaking up rocks, and teach him a lesson. That we're not in a civilized society, <clears throat> in a quasi-intelligent society, going to do bad behavior for boob tube and Tic Tacs. Got it? That's my stance. You know, did you ever see the movie? And I'm laughing because I already know the answer. Did you ever see the movie Dirty Harry? I've heard you talk about it. I have not seen it. The, the scene early on in the movie where Dirty Harry's in the mayor of San Francisco's office. And he's about to leave. And the mayor says, Callahan... I won't have any more of these kinds of incidents like you had last year in the Fillmore district. Um, you know, like he said, what did he say? The, 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 the mayor said, you know, um, uh, that that man had right or that man. Um, what he said, that man had rights, whatever. And he said, when I see an, an adult male naked running down the street trying to rape a woman, I shoot the bastard. That's my policy. Oh, he said that's his policy. He said, he said, I won't stand for police brutality, and that's my policy. And he said, I'll shoot the bastard. That's my policy. We have to stop rewarding this bad behavior because it's cute. It's boob tube. It's tic tac. Why would anybody think that this is justifiable behavior? It's even it's worse because it is a rigged thing where you put on a microphone and go for boob tube and tic tacs. That makes it worse. I mean, I would question whether or not he'd ever been in an indoor arena before if he legitimately made a mistake. But when you come to the point where people's safety is less important then boob tube or Tic Tacs, then that's where you lose me. What the hell is wrong with you people? You know, we've talked about on this show all these Tic Tac challenges, right? Running in front of speeding cars. You know, doing all of these stupid things just to get heart emojis on your Tic Tac. It's ridiculous in our society that that's how far we've regressed to where you're trying to do stuff for boob tube, tic-tac, flip-flop, whatever. I get social media. I'm on Twitter. You know, I've got a few thousand people that follow me on Twitter, right? 
but I don't go hot takey or post videos of myself for Twitter where I'm doing something that completely stupid to where something dumb could have happened and somebody could have ended up hurt. Because literally, he walked right by the, I mean, literally, he was within a foot of one of the players that I think had just shot a, a, a three-pointer yeah. and all that stuff. He could have literally reached out and touched the player if he and, wanted to. He was right, right there. And not only that, but there are so many crazy people in today's world that, honestly, there are people that do things for shock and awe. What if he, I mean, what did we see? What was it? The guy, um, Monica Sellis, I think, the, the tennis player, when the guy, when when she backed up and over, the guy stabbed her? You know, there's enough crazy people in the world that do these dumb things that you don't put somebody in harm's way just because you've got boob tube and tic-tac and flip-flop and zip-zap and all that just so you can get your heart emoji involved in it just so i can get you know my little heart symbol oh we like this video (laughs) oh you know that's more important than somebody's safety or i don't know common decency and responsibility no no it's more important that we get tic tac Flip-flop, zip-zap, boob-tube views of our bad behavior. Believe me, it was bad enough for the guy to walk on the court. It's even worse that they're saying that he's got a microphone and he's doing it just for boob-tube and flip-flop and tic-tac and zip-zap views and everything. Yeah, that makes it like literally a million percent worse. Right. And again, these people are so goofed up in the world, somebody could have been stabbed, whatever. You know, I mean, it it doesn't take much when something like that happens. Just because we got to get on boob tube and, and get our views and likes and heart emojis and everything else. Literally, that's what it's for. That That's what all of that is for, is just to get Somebody to say, hey, like my video, give me a follow on Tic Tac and all that stuff. Oh, Lord. All just to go viral. Yeah. Yeah. For a little yeah. 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. And, and also, oh, oh, it's just a prank. No, it's not. It's bad behavior. And we reward it all the time in our society. We reward bad behavior like this because one thing leads to another there's always unintended consequences because maybe it wasn't this time but maybe it's the next time and we know copycat is real some if if this dude got away with it if if this dude gets away with it with no punishment someone else is going to try and do it and they're going to take it a step farther yep yep i mean there's always somebody willing to push the boundary even further oh i had a mcdonald's and a coke and I was on the court. Hey, now now I can juggle plates on, you know, the on the for, you know, my Tic Tacs and YouTubes and stuff like that. It's ridiculous. Anyway, that's what's bugging Chuckery. 
All right, we come back from the uh, top of the hour. We'll talk about uh, my thoughts on the AFC and NFC championship games, getting the conference title games. It's all coming up next. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio 929 The Game, Odyssey.com app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.